This is the Shape America podcast, hosted by Colin Brooks and Matt Pomeroy, making 50 million strong by 2029. Welcome to the Shape America podcast. I'm your host, Matt Pomeroy, and excited to bring you another uh, awesome episode of the Shape America podcast here coming up. Um, again, we're going to get this Jump Rope for Heart and Hoops for Heart podcast going here in just a, a moment. And our panelists on this show are really going to share some great insights into the why and, of course, the how of putting on a jump rope for heart and hoops for heart event. But, you know, first let's take a look at just some of the other great things going on with Shape America, uh, you know, really as of today. So first off, like, it's a great time to register to join us for the Shape America National Convention and Expo. And the premier professional development event for health and physical education professionals will take place in Nashville, March 20th through the 24th. That's right. The National Convention and Expo will be held in Music City. Stephen Ritz, he's an educator and innovator, will keynote Wednesday's general session. Get ready to be electrified. He's known to inspire his audiences as to what is possible when we have hope and when we're resilient. An internationally celebrated educator, Ritz has transformed students' lives through his Green Bronx machine. It's a school-based model that is helping students thrive by teaching them how to grow, cook, eat, and share the rewards of their green classroom. Thursday, Olympic gold medalist Benita Fitzgerald Mosley. Did you hear that? Gold medalist. Uh, Again, we'll kick off the day keynoting the general session. The chief executive officer of uh, Loris Sport for Good Foundation will discuss using sport to improve the health, education, employment, and social cohesion of disadvantaged youth around the world. Make your case to attend with Shape America's Justification Toolkit. Inside, you'll find the funding ideas, a template letter to use when reaching out to your supervisor, and talking points on how this national convention experience will improve your teaching and lead to better learning in the classroom. You can find the toolkit on the convention website as well as the preliminary schedule. Early bird ends February 7th. Start your planning. Head to the convention. Uh, convention.shapeamerica.org to register today and we're hoping to see you in nashville all right don't forget shape america's got a lot of great webinars and online courses they're on demand anytime anywhere and the new shape america online institute makes it easy for k-12 health and physical educators to earn and track professional development contact hours Take advantage of self-paced, effective professional development on your timetable. Speaking of webinars, um, it's probably going to have happened by this point in time, but just wanted to throw it out there. December 6, 2007, it was deliberate practice for coaches, strategies for pursuing expertise in teaching sport. Uh, Definitely a great look and a, a great insight in that webinar. So um, if you caught it, that's awesome. If you didn't, make sure you can go back and you can always watch later on. 
And that brings us to podcasts, trying to do as many great things as we possibly can on this show. Again, this is December. We're bringing you this Jump Rope for Heart and Hoops for Heart podcast. We will have another action-packed podcast. We're really enjoying putting those on. Um, Colin and myself and Stephanie are going to be reflecting, as always, and uh, got some really good feedback on that. And uh, January, we're going to start to look at technology and PE. So it's going to be... Uh, Another awesome conversation on, you know, good, high quality education, uh, health and physical education and best practices with using that technology um, within those classrooms. So, all right, last but not least, don't forget, if you want to ask us questions or give us any feedback, again, feel free to email us at podcast at shapeamerica.org. We will always enjoy hearing your thoughts. And if you do like the show, we really appreciate you going to iTunes and, and just leave us a rating there. Um, it just means a lot. And, uh, you know, we'd really love to share your thoughts about on the show on the next podcast. So we'll take a look at those ratings. We'll look for something that somebody wrote up and uh, love to give you a big shout out on the show. So uh, don't forget to do that. It means a lot. Uh, thanks for considering. Hey, I've said enough. On to the show. Again, up next, an amazing panel talking about jump rope for heart and hoops for heart. Oh, trust me, I can't wait for this one. Welcome to the Shape America podcast. I'm Matt Pomeroy. And I'm Stephanie Sandino. And hey, welcome to the Shape America podcast. Uh, again, we appreciate you tuning in today. And, you know, thanks for listening in. And boy, Stephanie, the room's electric right now, isn't it? I cannot <laughs> wait to hear what all of our awesome people will have to say. And I can't wait till they introduce themselves. And you guys are going to be just Emitted with like great stuff in a couple of seconds. This, you know, this is why we wanted to do this podcast. We wanted to put, you know, like-minded educators together, you know, people that are doing amazing things and share some of their thoughts and ideas on, you know, just how to how to help out teachers and, and how to help anybody out. So get a little bit of professional learning today and professional development today, which is cool. Uh, you know, let us know where you're tuning in from. I know some people are listening to the podcast as they're riding into work and some people are working out and tuning into this and, uh, I'm sure someone's cleaning at home and, and, you know, taking care of some of those chores, but, uh, we appreciate you tuning in and learning a bit, a little bit with us and, uh, having a little bit of fun too. So, uh, so today's episode is on Jump Rope for Heart and Hoops for Heart. And uh, just giving a big shout out really for Heart Month, which is coming up in February. The whole thought process behind this podcast, though, and, and you know, we wanted to get it out in December was so if you haven't done an event yet, if you're looking for new things for your event, some new ideas, you know, this is it right here. Um, you know, these individuals, our panelists are going to help us through the why, like, why are we doing jump rope for heart or hoops for heart and how, like, how do we make uh, an event that can last for a long time? Um, how can we do some really big events and, and, and all those great things, how to get your students excited for it. So, um, 
again, it's going to be a really good conversation. So hopefully then come heart month in February or March and anytime around then, uh, you know, you can get your event going too. Right, Stephanie? I know you're taking notes. I'm taking notes. This is, uh, I actually haven't done an event, so I'm really excited to hear about what they have to say and even just to get my feet wet and start the process would be so helpful and I'm sure helpful for everyone else that might be a little bit timid to start with. Just getting some ideas on how to start and giving the why to our students would be extremely helpful. So I'm really excited for this and um, I'm ready to get in and dive in. So. I know that everybody here is pretty modest, so I'm just going to give, without naming names, I'm just going to give like a few little hints as to like what type of individuals we have here. And this comes from Yasmin, uh, who's at, uh, a coordinator at Shape America for these joint projects. And uh, so we've got a state jump rope for heart and hoops for heart coordinator and national teacher of the year. Uh, we've got a jump rope for heart leader and joint projects committee member as well. And we have a New York coordinator, a top national jump rope for heart, hoops for heart fundraising school, and another joint projects committee member. So uh, as you can hear, uh, there's lots of expertise within this panel. So uh, I'm going to throw it over to Tyler. Tyler, you just want to give a quick introduction for yourself and we'll work on down our, our panelists. Hi, thanks, Matt. And thanks, everyone. My name is Tyler Ikes. Um, I teach at Plank Road South Elementary School in Webster, New York. We are a suburb on the east side of Rochester in western New York. And it's my 20th year at Plank South. And it's uh, our 13th year doing a jump rope and hoops for heart event. So happy to be here. Well, we are glad to have you. And I'm going to send it over to Penny next. Uh, I'm Penny Craning, and I'm an elementary teacher in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and uh, I'm also the state Jump Rope for Heart coordinator. My school site has been doing Jump Rope for Heart. This will be our 10th year, and I have to say, I've, this is my 33rd year of teaching. The first year out of college, I did a Jump Rope for Heart event, and I have to say that I put it away. I said, I can't do that by myself anymore, but I... In this time that I've gotten older and wiser, I finally figured out, hey, I don't have to do this by myself. I don't have to be the one. I can have other people help me. And so now I work at a school of 600 kids, and we just rock it out of the park every time this comes around. <laughs> Penny's like that stone throw away from me. I mean, it's cool to have like everyone from every different part of the country, but she's like 20 minutes down the road. So it's good to have you on, Penny. So yep. thank, yeah, thank you for being here. And uh, Thank you. Last and definitely not least, Ashley, welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley Pondrum. I teach in Richardson ISD, which is in Dallas, Texas. And um, just so excited to share my ideas. I went from a not so great Jump Rope for Heart event to being number one in the state of Texas last year. So I have some fun and exciting things for you that, I mean, it, that's how we learn is that we share with each other. And I mean, the best ideas come from other people, right? <laughs> Together we are stronger for sure. So, <laughs> all right, Steph, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get to these questions because we're about to create some fire here. <laughs> you got that right. So, hey, all right, everybody. Well, what is Jump Rope for Heart? What is Hoops for Heart? What does it do for your students? Uh, let's start with them because, you know, Truly, they're what it's all. They are what it's all about, and um, and it can do some amazing things for a, for a lot of different things. But uh, 
you know, what does it mean for your students? What does it do for them? So, I mean, with, with activity, I mean, we're doing activity every day in PE. So your kids should already know the concept of moving and jump over heart definitely, um, magnifies that, but the act of community service is huge for Jump Rope for Heart. I mean, it's teaching kids to fundraise, but for an important cause. Like heart disease is the number one reason why people are the number one killer in the United States. So that's so um, near and dear to everyone. If you put a room of, you say every three people, there's going to be one person that might get heart disease. I mean, that hit home, that hits home for these kids and to see like we can actually do something about it by fundraising. You know, it's, I mean, it's great for these kids. They feel like they're a part of something bigger than just within their school. I, I absolutely agree because I felt like it was my students fundraising for the right reasons. They, they could feel it. They could touch it. They all had a story somewhere in their family about somebody who had heart disease. And kids given the opportunity to reach out and help others was was really a strong message that my kids needed to hear. I agree, Penny. This is Tyler. Um, definitely our kids are learning the importance of caring for and helping out people in the community, people in need. And we tend to personalize it through a heart hero that our school kind of adopts every year. And uh, that person, uh, the, the last couple years in particular, uh, has come to the school, shared what they've been through with the kids, and you just really see the the caring side of the kids uh, and how much they want to help that person and people like that person that have some heart issues going on. But, you know, I mean, the fundraising side, you could also look at it as we're teaching these kids with Jump Over Heart how to live their entire life how they should. You know, we're teaching them heart-healthy habits. We're teaching them about no smoking. We're teaching them how important water and nutrition is for their body. So, I mean, it is a life lesson for community service, but then, like, their bodies. I always tell the kids, you know, if they don't take care of their body, where are they going to live the rest of their lives? Like, that's a great thing for Jump Roper Heart because, I mean, they are learning how they can live a healthy lifestyle forever. Like, something will catch them, and they'll be like, ah, I love this, yeah. you know, and they'll continue with that. Uh, this is Penny. I, I know another thing that Jump Rope for Heart has brought to my school community is really I've just learned over the last nine years on so much of this responsibility of Jump Rope for Heart. I need to let my kids help. I need to let the other teachers in my building help, parents help. And it just becomes this big community project of this Jump Rope for Heart. My kids are are on those morning broadcasts. They're in charge of the healthy messages for the day. They write their little skits on how they're going to portray that message. They really are are talking to the students of the school about, you know, we're not out collecting critters. This isn't about who can have the most critters or it's a scare squad this year. It really is about how are we reaching out and helping other people and what does community service look like? Um, and what does it feel like to the other people? And just having those really strong connections to what it is all about. Um, when, when you give that ownership to your kids, those messages are so authentic. And I think that that has just been a beautiful thing that has come out of our Jump Rope for Heart through these last years. Yeah, again, this is Tyler. And uh, our school has really, I think, taken on a sense of pride uh, as a school 
uh, by having uh, p everyone kind of come together and play a role in it, a lot like what, what uh, Penny has said. Uh, and learning the different uh, heart-healthy messages from all the characters that are provided is, is very helpful in, in uh, teaching the kids how to really think about how to live their lives in a healthy manner, I think, as Ashley said. So I, I agree totally with our other two panelists. I want to throw in that physical literacy skill as well. Um, you know, sometimes I think jump rope for heart would probably be something, or jump roping would probably be something I might overlook in the in the regular curriculum. But because I was, you know, doing a jump rope for heart event, you know, you would run a two or three week unit kind of leading up that with jump rope skills, and uh, I, I wasn't quite sure how kids are going to take it, but they just loved it, you know. And I did it, and it's been a few years now, but. Uh, the 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 chance to master master those skills you know one level at a time one tougher rope skill at a time and then get more and more challenging like there was always something for everyone and then you add in the long ropes and the egg beaters and the double dutch and i mean the, you know chinese jump ropes all that other stuff uh it's such a great skill just to get and it's something that they can easily do at home too which i know we talked about lifelong learning and that kind of stuff but wanted to make sure physical literacy was was definitely thrown out there Yeah, definitely. I think um, having an event that can cover so many areas within physical education is so cool. I mean, you guys just mentioned physical literacy and them joining in on that journey and having jump rope a part of it, whether it's addressing cardiovascular system or some type of transfer of skill that moves on to a different sport. It's so cool that it encompasses so many things and you're talking about community service and um, instilling those values in, in students is so important because sometimes they're not open, they're not kind of like exposed to that within their own lives. So having something that's at school and they're being exposed to, you know, values like that is just priceless. So it's, it's really cool that this event and this um, organization encompasses all of that in um, your programs. And with that being said, um, how do you think this helps with your physical education programs and your physical education advocacy um, within your programs? Because I know you guys touched upon it um, for the most part, but how does it specifically help with your advocacy and how does it kind of mold your PE programs at your own sites? This is Penny. I kind of feel like, like I roll mine out at... Um like the first day we come back from Christmas break, my, oh, sorry, from winter break, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do my rollout then. And then for the next six weeks, we really work on, like, what is the, what is the message from those, those characters? How do, we, how do we talk about the heart-healthy message? How do we talk about how much physical activity we're all supposed to be getting today? How do we talk about really how much sleep we're supposed to have? And then it, it just becomes like embedded in every day because we have those, those morning announcements out there. It just is a really great way to, when your kids come pouring into your gym for their twice-a-week PE class, that that's the first thing that you talk about. It was that message for the day. So every day, it's just, it's out there. It's for them to to see and to feel. And then just building this whole anticipatory set, if you would, um, about when we roll out our event and we do it um, 
all day long, all week long of whenever Valentine's week is, wherever that falls. So then, you know, it's just like this, this whole thing that's on steroids finally has this big climaxing event when we finally have it. So it's, it just becomes a really important part of my PE curriculum. Yeah, this is Ashley. Um, yeah, and like our job is to create lifelong learners. I mean, we want to create, I mean, we want kids to love the activity and want to, when they're our age, love it as much as we do and want to be out there and get active. Jumping rope, I heard one time that jumping rope for 10 minutes continuous is like 30 minutes of jogging. Like it's little minimal equipment. And what I love is kids that aren't really good at some of the other things in PE excel when they're jumping rope. And they get so excited. Or even those kids that aren't as good at jumping rope can still jump and they can still turn and they can still like be a part of a class. You know, when you're doing a sport or a certain activity, there are some kids that aren't going to feel as um, included or aren't going to feel as if they're good at it. And jumping rope is is a whole different ballgame for these kids. And um, it's just the cardiovascular health that you can teach these kids, and they can they can continue jumping rope on the weekends. All they need is a jump rope. They don't need a bunch of equipment. You know, they can just go out and jump rope with their friends. Yeah, this is Tyler. Um, our our school, since I've been there, uh, the first seven years I was there, we did a once a month where they the kids get a chance to try to get into a couple of jump rope clubs. And that was a challenge and an interest, and they were getting the health benefits of that. But since we've started doing the Jump Rope and Hoops for Heart, uh, it's given us a chance to really be bigger than our little part of the school almost. Um, it allows us to earn credibility with the staff, with the classroom teachers, with the administration, and it's really earned our, our program such great credibility. Um, you also get some added benefits of being able to use some of the money that comes back in U.S. game certificates to enhance the equipment. And the kids take a lot of pride in the equipment. Now that it comes from their hard work, they know it's a benefit of their hard work with the jump rope for heart and all. And uh, my teaching partner and I get memberships into the state and national organizations as a result. And we're always bringing things back from either the state or the national conferences. And we share it with the kids and we tell them where we got it and that they were part of us getting to bring that back to the school. So it just continues to build on itself. It's, it's really awesome. Uh, Tyler, I wanted to add that the equipment that we get to purchase with the little credits that we earn along the way, when that equipment comes in, I mark it with a big jump rope for heart initials and I put a big heart on there. And then as we use that equipment, kids are so like, oh, we got this. We earned this. You know, and it just becomes that that special piece of equipment that kids can just make that extra little tie with. Do you ever use it for recess equipment as well? Does anyone do that? I mean, because I'm kind of thinking that's the same thing. Like, they could see it being used outside and, um, and you know, even outside of the PE curriculum. Does anyone use it for that or no? Well, I have to honestly say I hadn't used it with that because I get, psst, don't tell anybody, I get money from my PTO for that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't tell. All right. All right. Sounds like that happens uh, at a couple of different places there. But, uh, but yeah, I know like sometimes our recess equipment is a little scarce and, and a little bit old. So it could definitely be another thought. And 
again, a lot of kids get to use it a lot of the time. So it uh, could definitely be, you know, an, an added bonus. But I love that, just labeling it. So uh, clearly doing lots of great things for our physical education program. So thank you for sharing those. Uh, they are definitely important. Um, and I guess I want to bring it now to, you know, it is kind of bringing the community into our, you know, within our program as well. So kids are going home. They're talking about the American Heart Association. They're talking about doing some fundraising. Um, you know, there's a lot of communication back and forth with parents. And uh, and I know that community can come in and community can probably help out and things like that. But let's just talk about, like, what does hosting that Hoops for Heart or Jump Rope for Heart event do for, for the surrounding community as well? Uh, this is Tyler. Um I, I think that, uh, you know, we've had a couple of examples. We, uh, our hard hero two years ago was one of my elementary phys ed colleagues who happened to have a heart attack in November. And he became the hard hero for our whole district. So uh, he did a, he just was willing because he himself was a person that was a, uh, had hosted several uh, he, he had uh, been a coordinator for several Jump Rope for Heart events in the past, and he, he actually recognized the heart attack he was having because of things he learned as a coordinator. And so with our district adopting him, our whole, all seven elementary schools in Webster uh, just went crazy in support of our heart hero, one of our, one of our people in our local community. He was able to speak in such a dynamic way about how they went in and found his blockage and put in a stent and and saved his life and it just personalized it for everyone so it really brought a lot of pride to our our uh, school district uh, to have an individual like that where you could really see the benefits of a program like this in our local community and um, last year we actually had one of our local uh, our local weatherman from the Rochester area who was our heart hero and the kids were had all seen him on doing the weather and he was gone for a while because he had to have a he actually had a heart transplant and again that whole community aspect of wanting to raise in honor of this gentleman who they all knew really brought the whole the whole school and the whole school district together Wow Taylor that is that is a uh... Thank you for sharing that. That is really important. Uh, I don't. This is really kind of a wonderful thing to say. I don't have any kids in my school that have heart issues. Isn't that that's a great thing to say, isn't it? But I, I like that you were able to reach out to your community and and talk to others and figure out how can you find so somebody local who can share their story and that it could really make a difference in your school. Um, hopefully my echo is gone. <laughs> They're hearing just lots of good things, that's all. <laughs> well, every this is Ashley. Everyone is touched by a story. You know, I mean, if you spoke to 20 people, I bet every single person knows at least one person that has had a heart attack or stroke or heart disease, or they might know someone who. So, I mean, it does touch everyone. So it's fun seeing your community. They're not fun. It's, it's, it's motivating seeing your community and their stories and why they're wise. Everybody has a why of why they're doing it. 
And so um, it's really awesome to hear everyone's why. And so when you see the kids' websites or they make their videos and they post them on Facebook and they all have their stories, it does just bring our community together. I mean, I have parents every year in August like, when's Jump Over Heart? Give me the dates. I'm excited about this. This will be fun. You know, and it does bring a sense of community and it brings us all together because we're all working for to a common goal. You know, we're all working together. It's one thing that the entire school can do together that makes such a big impact. Right. That's awesome. And speaking of parents, Ashley, do you invite your parents to your event? I'd love to hear about that. Yes. So um, I do two different events. I have a glow night. So where we shut off all the lights and it's black lights everywhere and everything we do. is It's not just jump rope. Our hula hoops are glow. We have beanbag toss that's glow, balloons that glow. And so parents really get into that. I think they even have more fun sometimes than the kids. Um, but my school, my during the day event, we do invite parents, but um, not as many come to that one as they do my glow night. But absolutely, anyone's always invited. Parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, whoever wants to come. That's awesome. And I, I mean, it's it's so great to hear about your heart hero, Tyler, because that just brings in some relevancy um, to the whole story. And um, like Ashley was saying, the why, it just makes it so much more meaningful and it just encourages and motivates everyone so much more when um, their community, you know, a teacher or a student at the school is touched by um heart disease or anything of the like so I love that you guys are bringing all of these aspects into the event and just you know reeling them in with a touching story or just that meaningful this is why we're really doing it and um, just getting that awareness out there with your students so that's awesome um, speaking about community and students and all of your programs and you guys are now nationally recognized and are in the spotlight and at the national level so you guys i mean people look at you when when we at your you know state aphids or at the national conventions they're like wow these people you know did this awesome thing they've um put on this awesome event you've you know raised so much money and touched so many hearts within your school within your communities what do you think Jump Rope for Heart and Hoops for Heart can do for the nation overall. When you when you talk when you go around the United States and you talk to people about Jump Rope for Heart, everybody remembers their Jump Rope for Heart event. They just do. You know, it was it started back in was it nineteen seventy eight here in Milwaukee, and and so there's just think of all the people. All of the kids that have an opportunity to do a Jump Rope for Heart event and do that community service and, and listen to those heart-healthy health, messages, just think of that impact that, that has gone out. It was just that little ripple in the water, and now it's out there. You know, this is a nation of people that have had that, that, that start, that message that all seeped in there. And how can we continue to, to build on that for our students for our children of the future. This is our nation all coming together. We can do this. Yeah, the, 
you know, I, I just looked up, um, when, when you had mentioned it, I, I just looked up a stat that I had in my, saved in my iPhone in the notes section. Back in, this was 2015, but the check that was presented to the American Heart Association out in Seattle when I was fortunate enough to go there as a Jump Row for Heart grant recipient, I couldn't believe it was $87,741,256. Wow. I mean, it's just a phenomenal amount of money and, and effort and care and love that's put into this program all around our nation and how that brings all the physical educators, it brings all of the students, all of the school communities together. I just think that's phenomenal. And, um, you know, I just, I know just connecting, I'm, I'm so fortunate to be on this podcast with Ashley. We are, we were brought together on the Joint Projects Committee. We're friends from that committee and bringing people together from around the nation to work for such a great cause. I mean, it's done so much for me personally. And then I think of all the benefits for my school community and for my students. It's just huge. You know, I was, I was looking it up um, for the American heart, like what it does for the American heart and for heart research. You know, so, I mean, our dollars go to research, public health education, professional education for us teachers, um, community service, says management in general. I mean, there's so many, like our dollars raised not only helps us as schools, but it does help the nation as a whole. I mean, we're teaching it, all the CPR classes that the American Heart gives. I mean, there's, it is and nationally, not within the school. I mean, it is adults everywhere and kids everywhere. I mean, we are together uniting as a nation for this cause. You guys are outstanding. Uh, you know, thank you for sharing all that. Uh, there was something that sparked a thought, and uh, Tyler, you're just talking about a grant recipient. Um, I don't know how many of you are or have been, but let's talk about grant just a little bit for Jump Rope for Heart and Hoops for Heart. Uh, how you got it, maybe what it was used for, just some of those little things. And again, I'm not even sure how many of you have, but um, if we could at least talk about it because they are out there. So. Tyler, do you want to at least talk first then? Um, sure. Uh, we just actually closed up the period. November 1st was the, um, the due date for grants for, for this year, okay. for 2018 grant winners. I've been very fortunate that as a Joint Projects Committee member and a former grant recipient, I've been kind of serving as a kind of a volunteer liaison for each, the grant recipients each year, and I get to learn so much from them. I usually try to gather with them a couple times at the national convention and they are such creative people and we have so many creative people around the country i would definitely encourage people to next year you know to to save some of the artifacts from things you do in if you do a jump rope uh, or hoops event or a combined event and um and try to be able to uh get your program highlighted through the grant it you know, I was in my, let's see, this was 2015 when I was a grant recipient. I kind of put in an application just, just to see. Um, I really wanted to go to the national convention. I hadn't been to one for, I think, 27 years at that point. And, um, and I wanted to go. And uh, it was in Seattle, and there was no way I'd be able to go there without a grant. 
and I was very fortunate to be selected. And it was, it's something that I shared with the whole school, with the students. They were the reason I was able to get that, get that grant was from all of their hard work and their passion for the, the Jump Rope and Hoops for Heart program that we've done at our school. And it was their recognition that I was able to go and accept and bring back to the school. Uh, but it was just such, a, such an incredible experience. And it allowed for me to travel out to Seattle. I would never have been able to go to that uh, with what the school district provides as far as, you know, that kind of um, professional development support. They just can't, can't do that. So the, the incredible uh, grant that, that Shape America puts out there is, is very very much worth putting your hat in the ring and seeing if you could be perhaps one of the future grant recipients. And it just brought a lot of pride to, to our school district. And I know a lot of people probably think when filling out a grant, they have to be a high dollar um, fundraising school and they don't. They need to, I mean, it's someone who puts the work into a Jump Over Heart event and have great ideas that they want to share and have put so much work into it. So um, people out there need to apply. And I mean, uh, I mean, everyone can apply. They just don't have, they don't have to be a high dollar raising school or have to have done it for 30 years or, you know, I think that's what some people when they're applying for grants, they're, they're fearful of that or they're not sure if they're qualified. Absolutely. You know, if you have great ideas and you participate in Jump Rope for Heart, then you can apply for the grant. I know Wisconsin has been very lucky with recipients of those grants that this past year we had two grant awardees. We had Janet Fennos and Tim Miller. Both were uh, grant recipients. And then the year before we had Susan Kuhn. So, you know, these are these are regular FIAD teachers that are out there and they're writing those grants and, um, you know, putting in the passion and the work to stand behind their writing. And they were selected. So... I, I really, you know, put your name in there. Just like Ashley said, put your name out there. You're doing the work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to add that I, I'm in my third year of actually, I, on the Joint Projects Committee, we can volunteer to do either awards or grants or both. And most people choose both because, I don't know, I, this is my third year that I'll be reading, reading the grants that are, uh, that are put in and being able to, to put a judgment on them. But really what I find is I learned so much. I've actually put a lot of those ideas into, uh, into the, the program that I have at my school because these are really creative people. And there's a lot of great ideas out there around the country. Fantastic. Let's just keep that word spreading. Uh, Penny, is there state and national? I know that you're a little more familiar with the Wisconsin side of things. Uh, yeah, so we we have state um, Jump Rope for Heart grants here at uh, WHPE. So we do a couple grants for that. And then we we always put out to our members that they should apply for that national grant okay. too. Yeah, and I know that we talked earlier about you know, like a free, I know it's a free membership to WHP. Um, if you raise $2,000, I think t uh, Tyler had mentioned that um, as part of his state association too, which is another good thing. And, uh, but you know what, everyone listening, you heard it here first, like you've heard the why, uh, you know that there's a, a massive need for, you know, for, for hosting an event like this. It can make a, a major impact on, on a nation of people. Uh, when we're talking about raising 87 plus million dollars, it's just, 
outstanding. But this, this is a program for students, for your PE program, for your community, and for our nation. And um, there's definitely a charge out there to, uh, you know, to, to give it a try, give it a shot. So you know the why. And boy, did they do a really nice job of, of giving us that why. And uh, we're going to r- kind of wrap things up here for today for part one of the Jump Rope for Heart and Hoops for Heart podcast. But uh, the next episode, they're going to give you the how. Uh, they're going to give you from everything, from how do they get started, how you can get started, into what to do, into the leading the months up before the end of the event, and how to get kids excited about it. And they're going to go over like what their event looks like, and um, they're going to take us really through all those details and how to get the community involved and all that other stuff. So, again, just uh, really appreciate them coming on and uh, sharing every everything that they have to share about this topic and. Clearly, it's some great things, and we hope you picked up and learned a lot from them. And again, if you have any questions for us, just email us, please, podcast at shapeamerica.org. Again, you can always send me a tweet at phizedpomeroy um, just to get that information out there. Ask that question to us. And um, almost everybody else here is on Twitter and Boxer, and you can always look for people that way, too. So, uh, but yeah, we definitely hope you enjoyed the show for today. And um you know, we we appreciate you tuning in and, and learning with us. And um, again, coming up real soon, we're going to have part two of this Jump Rope for Heart and Hoops for Heart podcast. And as always, be on the lookout every month for an action-packed podcast. We're talking about goals and uh, new new items that they're including in the curriculum this year and some self-care and reflection tools and those kind of things. And, um, and then... Uh, Colin, Matt, and Stephanie are going to be uh, reflecting once a month as well. So again, be on the lookout for that. But uh, thanks for tuning in again today for part one of the Jump Rover Heart and Hoops for Heart podcast. Without further ado, I'm signing off for the Shape America podcast. So long and happy teaching. <laughs>